Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Doing what we do here on a Sunday divisional playoff weekend. Uh, Brother Galdi, he's uh, in the massage room right now getting, getting taped up. And you know he he's a flamethrower. You know, I feel like Walter Alston right now, back in the day with the Dodgers, when I've got sudden, I've got all these beasts in my out in the bullpen. When you got that kind of confidence knowing that whomever you call up, they're ready to go to war. And they're awesome at it. So Brother Galdi, who um his analytics will be on point. The thing about Galdi is that he doesn't necessarily – I don't think he plays the wagering game as strong as Sheehan, but I think the analytics all lead to how he can become more profitable. I think that's the method to his madness. But yet he's staying undercover when it comes to wagering. <laughs> My man, who um, – how many hours of sleep did you get last night, Galdi? Oh, DOC. Well, last night I actually got a decent amount. Saturday night's like the one night on which I can get uh, some good sleep. But, yes, I do do some of my best work undercover, as you well know. So, good to be oh, with absolutely. you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And now I've started to figure out, I go, if you combine analytics with wagering, I think you get an edge. And especially if you don't publicize the fact that you're, you're gaming. That's smart. Yeah. I, I think you can, although in the wagering game, I think the number one thing to follow, the North Star to follow, is what we call the Sharps, the people in Vegas, because they know what's going on much better than we know what's going on. And, you know, always remember, there's a reason that there are all of those big fancy buildings in Vegas. That's because those and people know building. what they're doing. Yeah, And they keep building them. Yep, they do. Keep they know building. exactly what they're doing. Yep. So another, other than our dear friend, Sheehan, it's kind of hard to dominate from that position and not actually be there. Yeah, I mean, I think if you if you bet 
if if you win like sixty percent of the time, that's outstanding. Like if you know sixty yeah. percent is great, you know, and, and like anything above that is almost unheard of. And you know, people who tell you that you know seventy percent, eighty percent, there's no way. Like if, if you if you can win fifty five, sixty percent of the time, you're doing a good job for sure. Ravens, Texans, your take on what we saw. Mike McDonald, my friend, uh, that that was impressive for sure. I mean, you think about what the Texans offense did the week prior against a supposedly great defense and that of the Browns, and then you juxtapose that with what we saw yesterday and how much the Texans struggled against a, another really good defense and that of the Ravens, and I think it told a really good story. Now, you know, I still think Bobby Sloak has done a good job, and I don't think we should be dismissive of him as a commander's head coaching candidate. He but might be my number one. Yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely worth exploring, and the commanders are interviewing him. Uh, but Mike McDonald really has done some job uh, with this Ravens defense. That, that was like a master class uh, that we saw. I mean, t- to me, the three candidates who I'm most intrigued by are Ben Johnson, Bobby Sloak, and Mike McDonald. And, you know, I, I don't want to be like, completely shut off on other people like i think raheem morris is definitely worth exploring yeah, uh but yeah. to me mike Mc... alike. yeah yeah i mean i think you have to talk to a lot of people like but mike mcdonald man this guy looks legit and this ravens team looks legit the, the, the ravens right now reek of super bowl champions like right now they have that look they have that feel whether they pull it off who knows uh but that was defensive dominance uh by baltimore on saturday yeah, it really was. And you start talking about the potential candidates. I think we're on the same page with the GM hiring Adam Peters in that we appreciate what he's done. I love his map, where he's been. If I could pick a guy and say, I want you to go be around these people, and I put you in New England, Denver, and San Francisco, I think you're ready. I mean, yeah. that is impressive. But it is, it is, and you think about the Niners now: three straight NFC Championship games, four out of five years, and Peters yeah. was a big part of putting this program together. So that that makes and you feel good. Total. As a watch. Can you believe that? That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. But yet they're not America's team. Okay, <laughs> That's the funny <laughs> yeah, thing. About it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We take the team that's disappointing as hell, and that's it. Who we how we make it. My question, Al that I needed you to put through your computer is that if all things are equal and they're not, because I think that this kid in Baltimore, McDonald, I'm calling him baby Belichick from a defensive standpoint. That's what he reminds me of. Magistry is how they perform as Bill's defensive units, no matter where he's been, have done. If I can get a guy that has already cut his teeth, has been a head coach before, which means he failed if he's available now, then I don't I, I think I have an advantage. And if that guy who's failed before actually knows my area or has been in here before, I think I have a little bit of advantage. And if it's a race, which it is, I think it gives me an advantage. I don't think you're wrong in saying that. I, I think though there are enough examples of guys who haven't been head coaches before who then become head coaches and do well to where if you really believe in the guy, I don't think the lack of experience should concern you that much. You know, one of the things though about Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick that does stand out is 
it's not like they've been coordinators for long. Like, this is only Slowick's first season as Texans offensive coordinator. This is only Johnson's second season as Lions offensive coordinator. So, you know, if you're trying to find flaws with some of these guys, I mean, that is one thing that stands out, that they've only been even at the coordinator level for, you know, a season in Slowick's case, two seasons in Johnson's case. The thing with Raheem Morris is, yeah, he's, he's been a head coach. It didn't go well, but you got to think that he learned from that. And, you know, he, he's, been, he's been spending now his most recent time with a really good head coach in Sean McVay. And people rave about Raheem in a way that really is something. I mean, it, it really stands out to me. Both Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan earlier this season each said that if he had to hire a head coach this offseason, he would hire Raheem Morris. I mean, that right. really does stand out. Like, no, you know, he's all... been with both the baby goats. Yeah, right. And so, you know. You, you gotta you, you gotta look at all these people, and, and I think the commanders are. I think that's one of the things about this search that I really like. There has been a lot in the way of reports in recent days, so it can be hard to keep track of everything. But if you go by what has been reported, the commanders have interviewed or are interviewing all of these guys: Johnson, Slowick, McDonald, uh, Anthony Weaver from the Ravens, Raheem Morris, Dan Quinn. Like all of these guys have been talked to, or in the case of Slowick, are being talked to today. So. For sure, the team is getting a, a good handle on what these guys are about, what these guys think of the commanders, which I think is, is, a, is a hidden value in a head coaching search, is you get to hear the opinions of so many people who, in theory, are smart, and you get to hear from them on what they think of you. Aaron Glenn, by the way, is another guy who the commanders uh, they interviewed yeah, uh, I know yesterday. Yeah, I hate that I keep, I keep leaving him out. You're right. He's worthy. Yeah. Uh, so all these guys should be spoken to. I, I still keep coming back to Johnson, and I know that's like everyone's favorite, but I yeah. just think there's so much to like about him and what you could get with a guy who really knows offense and maybe our team finally for the first time in forever having a truly good offense. Uh, that would be good to see. But there, there's a lot to like about a lot of these guys, and uh, I, I think that is encouraging. I, I think the commanders are going to get a good head coach out of this. It, it, you know, who exactly, you know, we don't quite know yet. Yeah, I don't think any of the candidates would be a bus. Um, with Johnson, I go, he would be my number one pick if he didn't have the benefit of having a fir- first round pick who's been to a Super Bowl. What's going on with Slowick's working with a Ohio State quarterback? That to me, he should pick up a, a peace prize for turning <laughs> that light on and getting it done. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. And we act like, Golf wasn't a first pick, wasn't gone, haven't gone to a Super Bowl. That is beyond me. It, it tickles me how people conveniently act as if he's taken a guy in the, you know, like mystery relevant and turned yep. him into something. Really? It, it, it's, odd, it's odd with golf because Sean McVay couldn't wait to get rid of golf. And, you know, it turns out Sean made a good deal in, in, in his uh, way because he got a Super Bowl out of this and trading for Matthew Stafford. But, you know, when, when McVay was so quick to get rid of Goff, I, I think it really put a stink on Goff to where people looked at him as like, oh, what's wrong with this guy? And there's no doubt uh, that, you know, Goff does have talent. I mean, it's not like the guy's done nothing in the league, like you just said. And Johnson really has rehabbed Goff to where now he's back to being considered, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, he's not a leader and that's or impressive. like that. No, no, yeah, no. That's impressive. Absolutely. He has re- Johnson has But he's still number Goff. one. You can't, I mean, there's only, they're all number ones now in the playoffs except for Purdy. So let's not act like it's not, it does make a difference. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and it yeah. is telling, like you just said, all of these really high drafted quarterbacks in the postseason and, you know, with Washington having a number two overall pick, like by and large, that's where you get your great quarterback. Not that it's unheard of to get a quarterback beyond the first round. Obviously the Niners have one in Purdy, but uh, you want to get a guy more often than not, it's via the first round and more often than not, it's via, you know, the top five in the first round. All right. Then we'll ask the man, the author of the Al Galdi podcast, all of his publications, all of his, the numerous awards that you've won with the second pick in the 2024 NFL draft, the Washington commanders select. I think it's going to be Drake may. Uh, I actually think that the obvious thing is going to be what the thing ends up being. Now I think between now and draft night, there is going to be all kinds of talk, all kinds of smoke and mirrors. You know, we all know about lying season, uh, but I think Chicago is going to take Caleb Williams at one. I don't, I don't think Chicago is going to stick with Justin Fields. I, I think the Bears are going to do the thing that I think most people would advise them to do, and that is take uh, a guy who you think can be a true phenom in this league. Now, I know there are some questions with Caleb Williams, but I, I think that the Bears are going to take him, and so the commanders are going to be left to take whoever they like best beyond Caleb Williams. And, you know, hopefully that's Drake May. I mean, I think a wild card in all of this is what if the commanders only like say Caleb Williams and don't love any of the other quarterbacks then what and I think that's kind of a wild card here to keep in mind of you know we all look at the quarterbacks as Caleb Williams one Drake May two Jaden Daniels three but what if Adam Peters and whoever the next head coach is look at this and say it's Caleb Williams one and then there's a big drop off to everybody else you know then what do you do because you don't want to just take a quarterback to take a quarterback, right? You want to have belief in the guy who you're spending a number two overall pick on. We can't blow another number two overall pick, okay? We, we've done that way too often over the last, you know, 10, 12 years here. So that's something to keep in mind. But I do think that there's a lot to like about Drake May. And uh, while I think Jaden Daniels is intriguing, I think there are more questions with him than there are with May. And so what I think is going to end up happening is that the commanders go Drake May at two. But like I said, things can change. And, you know, the one thing, Doc, that we don't know is, like, who are these guys as people? Like, maybe the commanders sit down with Drake May and, you know, they don't like what they hear. That this guy comes off like a slacker, that he doesn't love football. Maybe the commanders sit down with Jaden Daniels and love what they hear. And, and, and they say to themselves, boy, this guy should be our guy, you know. So things like that can happen. And it's hard to predict stuff like that. But as things stand right now, I'd say Drake May. Yeah, Jaden Daniels, to me, is intriguing. Because if I had my druthers, and you say, well, you can get anybody in the league, the way everything is trending, then I got to go with my boy Baltimore, Lamar, who this yeah. kid idolized, who patterned his game. I can't pattern my game behind somebody that freakish unless I got some freak in me. And it's about avoiding the rush, not necessarily to run, but to remain an arm threat. And he's got that. And I, I don't know. I'm glad I don't have the assignment of picking the person. Unless I actually had it, then I'd relish it. Because what they've got to do is, you you nailed it, it's a psychological profile. What I can't do is I can't have a child. I can't bring in an egomaniac. I got to bring in a football player that understands his value to the organization. And that we failed on at miserably. For sure. 
And the thing about Daniels over May is, like you said, Daniels can run. And I think in today's NFL, that, that's almost like a requirement now for your Gotta starting quarterback, yeah. that, he, that he can yeah. run. Now, now May can run, but not like Daniels and not like Caleb Williams. So it's, it's, you know, it's a different level of mobility that Drake May has. If you can get a freak who's a dual threat, who can really harm a defense via the arm and the legs, that changes everything, as, as we've seen here. So, for sure, that, that's an intriguing thing with Jaden Daniels. And, you know, it's so interesting now. You look at the NFL, you know, whatever your ranking of the top ten quarterback is, the majority of them are major run threats. Like, the, the, the league has so changed in that way, really, even over, like, the last five, ten years, where, like, every good quarterback now, it feels like, is a legitimate run threat. That, that is something that you almost have to have now uh, to be a good quarterback. Are you saying that John Unitas and Dan Marino would not fare well today? Oh, I think they would because they were a special kind of passer. But but you remember this. It it used to be seen as almost a detriment that you were a runner. It was like, oh, you're not a real quarterback. You're a runner. Look at Lamar. 32nd pick. (laughs) He's a 32nd pick. And the only people that had the stones to take him were the Ravens. I know. It's so true. And people talking about, oh, he needs to be a receiver. But, you know, it's like it used to be seen as there's something wrong with you if you're a quarterback and you run a lot. And now we've done a total 180, and justifiably so. Now it is an enhancement to who you are as a quarterback, and and it can change so many things. Well, this second generation, and as we're joined by the legendary Al Galdi, here on this Sunday Divisional Playoff Special Edition of Overtime, DOC, Heavy Metal Chris. Chris must be, usually Chris is like chomping at the bit to get in. I think he's a little bit in awe. He's heard so much about you. And a hey, big fella, he doesn't bite. I want you don't feel like you can't jump in here and ask, this is Al Galdi. <laughs> you may not get this opportunity again. All right, well, let me see here. What, what do you think, Al, about um... – about the uh, Ben Johnson coming here. Do you think that's going to happen, or do you, you think they're going to go with someone else? Because he seems to be the favorite, at least right now, with people. Yeah, I mean, if I had to bet, I'd say he's going to be the guy. Um, you know, there was the report from Jonathan Jones, the uh, CBS Sports NFL insider, yesterday morning saying that sources expect the commanders to hire Johnson. And that's actually the first uh, major report we've had of – the commanders being the favorite to get Johnson. We've had reports of the commanders targeting Johnson and of Johnson being Washington's top choice. But as far as I can tell, this is the first report from a national NFL insider of Washington is the favorite to get Ben Johnson. So I think it's going to happen. Um, You know, I hope it happens soon. Although, you know, I think that's going to depend on how the Lions do in the postseason. Remember, like we could learn this week that Washington is hiring Johnson, but it might not be announced until uh, beyond this week. It's going to depend on, you know, if the Lions win today or not and uh, where that stands. But I think it's going to be Johnson. It feels like it's going to be Johnson. You know, you have this tie-in of uh, Rick Spielman, who is, of course, the brother of Chris Spielman, who is a big-time player in Lions front office. So there's a connection there. And I, I just think that the opportunity to hire a an offensive-minded head coach, draft a quarterback, and have that alignment, that cohesion of new head coach, offensive-minded, new quarterback, I think that's something that can work really well. No, nothing's guaranteed with it, of course, 
But um, I think that's the kind of thing that could bring the commanders to where we want them to be. Because I think one of the real things that continues to stand out is how much offense drives success. And that's not to say that defense doesn't matter. Defense always matters. But these teams that made the playoffs this year were all good offensive teams. These teams that are playing this weekend are all good offensive teams. It's almost impossible to do well in the current NFL if you're not good offensively. And Washington has not been good offensively in a really long time. I wish I could argue that. I wish I could break it apart. I can't. And when you look at the Niners, who were blue blood, no doubt about it, yet I really felt Green Bay gave it away. Green Bay, in, in this quick turnaround, with this kid at quarterback, now he's not a rookie rookie because he had to, a GOAT with him. He got to watch it. I like the way Green Bay slow walks their program. Offensive line centric. They never suck up front unless somebody gets hurt. They've had two multiple injuries. They believe in that. And that, to me, was our foundation of success here with Joe Jackson Gibbs. I wonder how long it will take to fix that. Because if you can't fix that, unless you do get a guy like Daniel, you might get your new shiny new toy snapped in half. And one of the things about the Packers that I don't think they get enough credit for, people make a big deal about what they've done with their first-round picks and they haven't taken receivers in the first round. Well, look at what they've done beyond first rounds of drafts. The Packers routinely find good players, good offensive players in non-first rounds of drafts. The Packers have drafted really well. And so the Packers this season didn't just get this immense breakout from Jordan Love. But there's talent beyond him on offense. And, like, all of these guys are young and on rookie contracts for now. So the Packers are set up to be really good for quite some time here and, you know, in in a favorable salary cap kind of way with not paying any of these guys big-time money. I mean, I think so much of this comes down to drafting, as we all know. I mean, you know, and that's not breaking news. But if you don't draft well, it is almost impossible to do well in the NFL. You've got to be good at the draft and you know, going back to Adam Peters, that is the thing. He's coming from a program that has drafted so well in recent years. And that's even with the big screw-up that was the Trey Lance trade. Even with that trade, the Niners, objectively speaking, have been one of the best teams at the NFL draft going on five, six years now. And Peters was a big part of all of that. So if he can just bring that to Washington, if he can just bring great drafting to Washington, that can change everything. You know, if we can get back to getting diamonds in the rough and excelling you know, in the second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh rounds, uh, that that could be a total game changer beyond anything else that ends up happening with the new regime. You know, over the years, um, we have shared the microphone with some of our favorite friends and guests and pros in this business. Unfortunately, when their teams lose, I can't find them. Have you heard from Scott Lynn? <laughs> no, uh, no, I have not. Uh, he's he's kind of disappeared these last few weeks, huh? Have you heard from Clarence Goldsboro Jr.? No, uh, I heard he's tied up actually, but no, I have not. You heard his story? Yeah, well, I just thought Scott. I mean, Scott was always so available, and now all of a sudden, thought I had him booked on the podcast Friday with Solly, and all of a sudden, mysteriously, he figured out that he had another engagement. Is there a bigger collapse? Who had the biggest collapse in your mind? 
Well, I think it's the Eagles because, you know, it happened over the course of weeks, right? The, the Cowboys collapse really was a one-game fall-on-your-face collapse. So I guess but that's an annual on, affair, though. It, it is. And, and I guess it depends on how you define uh, size of a collapse because the Eagles right. was obviously more prolonged. But the Eagles yeah. went from 10-1 and one to just completely falling yeah. apart. As the like they had a on. flat – they had a leak in the tire. Absolutely. And then yeah. – they, in that loss at Tampa Bay this past Monday night, if you watch the game, Troy Aikman was questioning the Eagles' effort. Okay, so yeah. let's think about this. Troy Aikman, who's not exactly the most controversial broadcaster, is on a national telecast of a playoff game questioning a team's effort. And as you know, these broadcasters, they talk to the coaches of the teams before these games. And so a lot of the intel you hear is coming directly from these coaches. To me, Aikman was told something by someone with Philly of, there's a real problem here, we think guys have checked out, etc. And that's what prompted Aikman to say that on Monday night, in addition, of course, to the Eagles' performance. So, like, for him to put that out there, I think really speaks to some behind-the-scenes issues going on with Philadelphia. And so, you know, you take a step back with the NFC East. Look, our team has a lot of work to do, okay? And there's nothing that's guaranteed. But Cowboys can't win a playoff game. Eagles just completely imploded. The Giants did not have a good season. You know, the division is there, okay? Like, it's not like the division is set in stone in terms of who good, who is good, and who isn't. And so if our team can have the offseason that we want it to have and hit the ground running next season, there's no reason that the commanders can't be back in the postseason and maybe even inflicting some damage. Long way to go, clearly, but... I think this was really telling what happened uh, in the wild card round with both the Cowboys and the Eagles. These teams have major flaws. These teams are far from guarantees. And especially in the case of the Eagles, there may be internal problems uh, that have not come to the light yet. Well, good deal. What's on the lineup for the Al Galdi podcast next week? You want to give us a well, heads up? Yeah, it, in-depth conversation on uh, tomorrow's show about the uh, commander's head coaching search. Uh, some good guests coming up this week as well. New show uh, every weekday, Monday through Friday, each episode out uh, by the 5 a.m. hour, Doc. So we're up early pumping out content, and uh, there's a lot to get into right now with the commanders for sure. Well, my man, um, your insight is invaluable as always. Uh, you handle being on top as well as anybody I've ever known. Enjoy your day. Uh, that's where I do some of my best work, as you know. But thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, my brother. Have a good one. That is, as Coach Thompson would say, Al Galdi is simply one of the best. To break we go. We come back. Big fella. Spotlight's going on you. I got a question for you. And uh, we've got an open line or two. So take advantage of it on the MGM National Listener Line at 1-800-636-1067. Don't forget, the vo next voice you hear after me will be the incomparable one, Big L, Linnell Willingham. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I got to figure that some of you that have the Kansas City Chiefs on your mind and are probably going, hey, dude, what's taking me so long to start talking about the world champions? And that's even more evident as we go (laughs) to the MGM National Listener Line at 1-800-636-1067. Toothpick, speaking of Kansas City, how are you? Doc, I'm good, man. How are you? This is, I'm sitting on top of the world. Look what's coming up. You just got off with Al Goldie. Of course you are, Doc. You know, you had had the tag team partner in there. You know, can't stop you. You guys coming off the top rope the way you guys are. You know, it's a beautiful thing to hear Al, you and Al together. I miss him. And, you know, it's also the level of games we have. I mean, you got to see Baltimore and and seeing the youth in the Texans. And you can see where youth kind of ran out of juice. But they've been hitting yeah. the mouth over and over and over and never really wilted, just weren't good enough. Right. And then San right. Francisco, and it pays to be good and lucky because the game I saw, Green Bay gave it away. Damn. They dropped two interceptions, missed two field goals. You're playing the 49ers in San yep. Jose. Yep. Ain't no way in the hell. You're going to miss that many opportunities and beat them. Not going to happen. No, it's like uh, what you say about going to Dallas. You, you, can't, you can't win by a field goal going to Dallas. you got to go in there and take it so the refs can't help them to beat you. Well, Mother Nature showed up in the fourth quarter in San Fran, and you could see that it was affecting both teams by the yeah. amount of you know people having like cramps and things like that and the slipping and sliding on, on, on the field, which made me think about – you, you telling us that Coach Gibbs said slipping is not an excuse. Well, you it's saw the cleats lined up. You can't up. slip. Right. Yeah, you, you saw the cleats lined up. And, and uh, with, with, uh, with, with Shani say, everybody came in cleats. But Trent didn't get the message because he's an offensive lineman. It, it's the, the coaching was excellent on both sides of that game, uh, yep. on both sides of the field. It's just players. And you can see that both teams that lost yesterday are – going to be right there next year when they add reinforcements to what they have, lose a little bit of dead weight, 
because every team is not going to be the same going into the next to the following year. It's going it's going to be a great NFL season next year as well, you know. And I look forward to the same thing, which we 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 did something yesterday, and Jay Daniels kept coming up. Um, man, you just talked about it with Al. He is a difference between Williams and May. The speed, the legs, and I really, I really would like to talk to Herm Edwards to find out what kind of man he, what kind of man he is, the character of him, to get that little bit from him, because he wasn't on nobody's radar when he was with Herm, but when he went to UCF, uh, uh, LSU with all that talent, Eisman Trophy, tell me who he was before that, and then I want to see who he is now if he changed. Well, you're smart because it means a lot to it. Uh, are you? For, this is the first time, and to their credit, that Patrick Mahomes has not been in his own shower for a game of this magnitude, being on the road. What's your gut tell you about Kansas City and Buffalo? Okay. So uh, my gut is saying that KC uh, is going to get revenge for that, that playoff game when uh, – when Josh had 13 seconds. That's what my gut is saying. But my head is saying the team that runs the ball is going to win this game. The team that dominates the line of scrimmage is going to win this game. That's what my head is saying. Both yeah, of Buffalo have really good running back. Yeah, Buffalo impressed me. That's the biggest improvement I think they made. I like their quarterback. I don't love him. I like him. But I, they have a running game now in the defense despite some injuries. It's ferocious, but it's the it's the mafia, it's their element. They are green, the new Green Bay. They're the Green Bay at AFC, and you got to mm-hmm. deal with that. And I just wonder mm-hmm. how you think your boys will come out today. <laughs> her team, not my team. Her, her team, not my team. Uh, if she he, likes he, it, I, you like it. <laughs> okay. She's, she's been pounding, pounding her chest, rocking the red. This Friday, and, and she's she's screaming Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Pikachu. So she liked they odds. She said they don't care about going on the road. It's, it's Super Bowl or bust. Well, no, I'll, I'm just messing with you. I, I know that uh, the first lady is going to be. Uh, I'm surprised you guys didn't go, but I'm sure there's a reason for that. Yeah, it's it's called the weather. We we, we can't get stuck. We can't get stuck in Buffalo. We can't get stuck up there. So that's the reason yeah, that why would we didn't hit the road. Yeah. yeah. So what's up with the first string podcast? Oh, we got a uh, we got Denton Day coming on Tuesday, Doc. We got no Denton Day checking in with us. Are you yeah, we serious? Do. Yeah, we got wow. we got to get some scouting reports. We got to get some scouting reports, Doc. And uh, you know, we always we always got the open door policy for you. Uh, and and then I'm, I'm about to have to reach out to, to your old tag team partner there, Al, and and see when uh, we we can get him. But yeah, we got the Denton Day coming up on Tuesday. Well, that's big. Well, it sounds like yeah, the the franchise is in good in good hands. I know you're going with Kansas City. How about the Lions? Uh, and, and this challenge, were you were you were you leaning? I really do like what Tampa Bay's defense did last week, but that was that was versus a, a Eagles team that was unmotivated and has been leaking water for quite a while. I thought they'd been broken for since uh, since Dallas beat them. I thought they were broken. Um, 
I want to see what the Lions defense can do versus um, Tampa's, Tampa's offense um, against those wide receivers. I think the Lions secondary is probably the weakest part of their defense. And if they don't get pressure on Baker Mayfield, it's going to be a long day for them because Mike Evans and those guys are coming to play. I don't think they're going to drop as many passes as we did last week. Um, again, this should come down to the running game, which team is going to impose their will and who can protect their quarterback so they can make the key third down throws. Um, I'm leaning towards the Lions. All right, my friend. We appreciate that. All the luck. Give everybody on the show my absolute best. And uh, sure for your sake, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. You got it, man. As toothpick, again, original canine and on with us. Oh, boy, so many ways to think about today's game and Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles. I mean, I, I've got to be one boy. Todd Bowles, man, bleeds burgundy and gold. And just think, was never even considered really here. All these people, and again, we're coming up on a break, so I don't want to belabor it. But we, we one thing, we've been like a turnstile. Look how many exceptional individuals have been here. And yet, you ended up being shut out. Well, those days are over. And, and I believe that. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to help you make some money today because, you know, our guy, Lamont Jordan, he plays that market. And uh, he will give you some tips. Also, see where you want to go. Because we love to see you make some money today. Um, and, of course, the BetQL guest hotline is going to drop him in our lap as we get closer to the top of the hour. But we've got some time. What do you like? Who do you like today and why at 1-800-636-1067? And don't forget, Linnell Willingham uh, comes up after this show, and I guarantee you the over-under on him giving out his social media handle will be 500. Back in a moment. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Moving closer and closer to high noon here in the nation's capital. How about the snow? Was the snow an issue? Uh, well, I guess it's not for you because you like Paul Bunyan. When you walk out there, the earth starts to shake, ice crumbles, and I guess you just put on your your foot stompers and, and walk through it. Well, my, my problem was we didn't have any water yesterday in my house. What? You heard it. There's a water main break. I guess the pipes broke out under the street somewhere, and nobody on my block or two 
had any water yesterday. Didn't come back on until about 11-something last night. Man, that's why I always catch, get me a couple of those big uh, Deer Park bottles. And always keep them in the closet. We, we had some, like, drinking water and stuff. We weren't worried about running out of water, but we also have a two-year-old that's potty training, and that, that was just not the most fun day to be dealing with that. Oh, my goodness. You're right. Yeah, well, that's <clears throat> that's where it goes. Of the playoff teams, I guess we'd say the most – is there – who is the least – amount of chance of victory. And I don't know if we've beyond that or not. I think everybody swinging in this fight has a has a knockout punch. I do. I think Tampa's easy to kind of look past and they're not hiding it. Because normally it's all about I'm trying to crack one guy's skull quarterback. I'm trying to get him uncomfortable. Dallas had a run about 15, 20 years ago where they were not as good as they were accustomed to being, but what they did was they blitzed them every play. And they turned the page and got you worried about them. I think it's a hell of a philosophy. I don't think we ever brought it enough here. Now, maybe they didn't feel like they had the personality or the personnel to do it, or maybe it just wasn't in their on their books. I think you need a, a stronger secondary than we had this year to really be blitzing that much. <laughs> well, but but what? So the other all other way is that you just let them get beat because the quarterback now is not under any pressure. They couldn't cover a cold, and you lose. I'd rather just go out. I want my nails full of DNA. I just think at least we're dictating. Look what Wink did to us. And that was the first time that I was surprised that EB took the cheese. Wink is giving you the finger. Hey, I'm coming, and what the hell are you going to Ain't nothing you can do to stop us. You know you weak up front with your old line, but that's your fault. So you got to kind of try to get around that, and the best way to fight it, fire with fire. Chunk that thing deep. Chunk that thing on them. And I thought we went to a short, passive game. We weren't good at that. That that was my – really the only time I was really disappointed. Uh, first game up in New York. I just thought that there was a better way to do it. And maybe – here's what I don't know. I don't know the state of our quarterback mentally. Coaches never read. They're not going to throw their guys under the bus. You're never going to hear what the guy just flat out missed. I'd give anything – I have a value to be able to hear Shanahan talk to Purdy privately. It would be priceless because he's got to talk with him so he gets on the same page with him because I guarantee you Shanny almost lost his mind. If Green Bay can catch defensively, it's over. If Green Bay's kicker hadn't gagged, it's over. And them young boys are going to the championship game. And I have the utmost respect for the Niners. Class act. He got his composure. 
Debo's out, if Debo's out, and I've, we've said this over and over and over again, they are so top-heavy that if one of three, 71, 19, 23, if they're not on the field, stick a fork in them. Push all your chips in another way. Brock Purdy was willing to get, he was to be way over his skis. And if he's over his skis and being the only quarterback still in play that is not a first-round draft pick, this is what all of us have a difficult time navigating through. But that's as clear as I can make it. So the number two pick, and I was not all in on the number two pick being a quarterback because I, I'm I'm just I'm built I'm just built differently. I cannot get my mind off them two tackles, one at Penn State, one at Notre Dame. I keep thinking about Trent Williams. I keep thinking about Samuels. You know, I keep I keep I keep every time I close my eyes I see Jim Lachey. Woke up the other night, and there was 66, Joe Jacoby. I keep thinking about four or five of our left tackles. We've always been elite. It's part of a plan. It's part of a plan. And when you get away from the plan, this is what happened. You had the plan here. You had a model here. And you, you got off course. Hopefully we'll get back on course. And that would be uh, that'd be a good one. That would be a good one. Big fella, let's take a break and um, and try to turn this thing around and see if we can uh, get ready for <laughs> the all-time leading rusher in Maryland history. And if we can squeeze a couple calls in before that, we will. Stay with us. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 